Hi, I'm John. And I'm Paul. And this is Plug In Missing. Muffin Films and Salad Fingers, Homestar Runner and Mondo Media, Adam Films and Metalocalypse, Happy Tree Friends and What the Hell is Flash Animation Anyway. Warning, not affiliated with Adobe. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Plug In Missing, the Flash Animation Flashback Podcast, where John and I watch Flash Animations, Webtoons, or other shorts that we grew up watching in the halcyon days of yore, the early 2000s. John, what are we looking at today? Today we're watching... Strong Bad's email number 58, Dragon. It's the premiere of Tractor, the Burninator. Excellent. Well, as you all know, we like to start with a little throwback to what else was going on uh, in the early 2000s, try to get us back in that mindset. And around the airing of this clip, interestingly, uh, we had the AMAs, the American Music Awards from 2003, aired actually on the exact same date. John, should we uh, swap off who sang the winners one for one? Uh, sure. Great. So the favorite pop rock male artist was Eminem. And the favorite pop rock female artist was Sheryl Crow. The favorite pop rock band duo or group was Creed. Creed. Yep. Creed. Huh. All right. Uh, Favorite hip hop and R&B female artist was Mary J. Blige. Male artist was Eminem again. Yep. And favorite hip hop and R&B duo band or group was Outkast. And as we all remember, the best soundtrack from 2003 was the Spider-Man soundtrack. Uh, Yeah. So it gives you sort of like an idea of where we're at. Uh, Creed wasn't a joke, apparently. Uh, and Eminem was both the greatest pop rock and hip hop and R&B artist. Wow. I would never have said that Eminem was a pop rock artist. <sighs> Me neither. I guess maybe like it really depends. Like I wouldn't have put Creed as a pop rock band duo group. So I feel like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're both sort of surprised there. But Outcast, Outcast is great, so... Well, that's true. We can agree about that. Mary yeah. J. Blige, definitely strong. And Sheryl yep. Crow, not my thing, but I respect what's going on there. Yeah. And of course, there's other awards and things. It's just we didn't want to take 40 minutes to go through it all. There's like a thousand awards, it seems. I, I think it's a very awardy type show. I mean, interestingly, I don't think I have watched the AMAs since around 2003. Uh, It might not still exist. I didn't really do much research into the AMAs, but I was sort of like, what is this again? I think I remember this happening. So I don't know. All right. Well, as we continue through this episode, let's all keep in mind Eminem, Creed, and Spider-Man. Yep. Eminem, Creed, and Spider-Man. That's where we're at right now. That's what's in our heads. That's our mantra of the day. Well, John, <laughs> let's jump into the clip. As you mentioned, it's uh, it's Trogdor, the Burninator. It is. It is. It's the introdu- uh, introduction to Trogdor. Uh, and the email starts out uh, with an email to Strongbad, as as all Strongbad emails do. Uh, mm-hmm. And it says, hey, Strongbad. Can you draw a dragon? I want to see your skills of an artist. Uh, well, G2G, Kaiser, California. Yeah, which is so strange that the phrasing in this email is the same as the phrasing in, in a lot of these emails where there's something just slightly broken about it. Your yeah. skills of an artist. Yeah, skills of an artist. <laughs> I want yeah. to see your skills of an artist. Uh, I never really caught that before. Uh, like I caught it, I caught it while I was doing these notes, obviously. But like, uh, mm. I I knew something was wrong there. I just didn't know what was wrong, and it's clear that it's just the the skills of an artist. Yeah. Um, well, before before we get any further, though, John, you skipped the very beginning of this clip, which uh, I think has some implications. Which is what Strongbed's saying when he's opening the email. Oh yeah, he's disappointed that it's not from a female. And he says, "Here I go once again with the email." Every week, I hope it's from a female, and I can't do a good strong bad impression. But what my, my takeaway from <laughs> that put some is put stank on that though. Well, just a little bit. He's he's a stanky fellow. He is. Is that 
we learned last episode when we were introduced to the was it teen girl squad yeah the teen teen girl squad yeah yeah we learned that it's pretty creepy when he does get an email from a female <laughs> so i'm kind of glad that it's not he doesn't kill off anybody's friends in the well well yeah there's some burninating yeah there is some burninating and mm. uh I think I think uh yeah no I think he's disappointed it's not from a uh, lady although all it says is Kaiser California like it doesn't really I guess could Kaiser be a person's first name I'm assuming this is a person's last name right I assumed it was someone's first name and that they were a German immigrant possibly and a time traveler do people have Kaiser for their first name even as German immigrants like I think so Kaiser Wilhelm yeah is that Kaiser Wilhelm that Kaiser was his title was it not what. Oh, maybe. Kaiser means Caesar. I don't know. I guess. I guess. I, you know, I Caesar had the also first were... name of. No, it was Julius Caesar. Julius. Caesar's the last name. Huh. I don't know. Anyway. So, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> moving on from the complications of Kaiser. Uh, mm. So, Strong Bad introduces us to some simple step by, uh, step-by-step directions. Uh, so, you want to go through. His step-by-step directions, yep, uh, starts yeah. off, dr- draw an S. Yeah, draw an S, and then draw a more different S, all right? Yep, definitely. And he closes it up real good at the top for his head. Well, John, that's what he says the second time. And his first attempt, he doesn't say close it up real good. He says, uh, what does he actually say here? It's a triangle with a top, oh, closed up. No, but that's not what he says. He says, put a top mark on a long V. Yeah, <laughs> He doesn't know what a triangle is. Yes, he does not know what a tri- top mark on a long V. Which um, is excellent. Yeah, no, uh, he does scrap a drawing first. And the, the drawing that he scraps first has two arms and two beefy legs. Uh, and it has a triangle for a head. And, and then he writes, uh, the S stands for sucks. And the first drawing does suck. I think we can give it him does. that. It does. It is not the iconic Trogdor you know silhouette that we're used to seeing that's no, true well you're, you're right though in the second drawing he does just close it up real good for the head and then uses consummate v's for a lot of the features yes consummate uh as in uh showing high degree of skill or flair complete or perfect is the closest definition of the word the conf- consummate i could find that actually like applied to this well i was gonna ask about that because i was wondering if consummate v's were an art term no, <laughs> consummate. I don't. Yes, I wouldn't think yes, so. I often but... yell at my students, consummate V's, consummate V's. Although we do get into some art terms later, which is fun. Um, yeah. No, the uh, I think he. Ju- I think a, it's a funny word. Uh, mm-hmm. B, consummate, which is spelled the same way, is uh, basically like completing a contract or also uh, having sex on your wedding night in order to you know consummate complete the marriage. contract. But that's pronounced consummate, not consummate. But True. they're spelled the same. <laughs> anyway, so I th- I think what it is is that they're complete V's, as in they are not incomplete V's. I don't know. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Um, so they're not just diagonal lines, disconnected diagonal lines. They're perfect uh, lines. I see. All right, so yeah, he uses that for uh, teeth, for spinities, as he says, and yes. for angry eyebrows, although that's sort of an incomplete V he uses for the angry eyebrows, so... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know I, I don't know if maybe you gotta you got to know the rules in order to break the rules sort of situation here. 
like uh you know there's a lot of that in art like in order to be able to break the rules you gotta you gotta master them first Uh, i see okay okay yeah well we also we add some wings if you're doing a -a wingaling dragon we've learned i do love the (laughs) the term like the designation of a dragon being a -a wingaling dragon yeah all right well and john we both attempted to follow these directions as best we could Mm mm-hmm and we uh, posted our creations to the podcast Instagram. How do you yeah. feel like it went? Do you think these were complete enough instructions to really draw a good dragon? I mean, yeah, I, I think I think that they are. I think you still end up with a Trogdor-like. So I think it might not be for all dragons, but mm. rather a Trogdor-like related dragon. Okay, yeah, I think it, it gets you far enough. As someone who cannot draw at all, Mm-hmm. It it worked for me. Yeah, no, I agree. Your dragon's great. He's a smiley guy. He's a very angry fellow, John. He's not smiling. Okay, Everyone I'm should sorry. go. I didn't mean to misinterpret your dragon's feelings. Check out the Instagram and see if you can tell which one of us is the trained artist and who drew which. But yeah. anyway, uh, as soon as we see the complete sketch, yes. What 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 happens next, John? Okay, so as soon as uh, he adds the beefy arms for good measure, uh, and then he he decides uh, he needs a name, so he comes up with Trogdor the Burninator, you know the, the infamous the infamous dragon, mm-hmm. and uh, and then he adds some majesty. Now, Paul, what is majesty? <laughs> Apparently, majesty is dramatic dashes yeah almost like stink lines but not for stink for majesty yeah like lines radiating from him to show majesty now as uh as a young artist uh at this time uh i am in fact like uh i I definitely still use the term (laughs) add some majesty and i definitely did in high school like all the time would be like you know i draw something i'd be like okay now it needs add some majesty you know now it's a little majesty majesty and uh and it was something that other people actually understood so i feel like i feel like adding majesty definitely sort of entered the lexicon uh in the early 2000s uh in weird ways at least in a small, <laughs> small rural Western Maryland high school. It's a niche market, but even yeah. so. All right. So as soon as the drawing is complete, we learn that um, Strongbad's not the only one drawing. No, 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 no. He's in fact leading a class, <laughs> which which I think is the best narrative twist here. Like when I first watched this again, which was a, a little while, it, like uh Within this year, uh, it was mm-hmm. probably like two months ago or something when we started this because I was like, I want to watch the Trogdor video because I remember it being funny. Um, and uh, when he turns and say, OK, let's see how the other students are doing. I just about lost it because I had like completely forgotten that this was like almost a it's not really a Bob Ross reference, but it's ki- kind of Bob Rossy. Um, but it's very much like strong, bad acting as an art teacher. And it, for listeners that don't know, I am a, an art teacher. I'm a high school art teacher. So, so this is, uh, this is very good for me. This is in my wheelhouse here. All right. Well, who, who are all the students here? We've got coach is the first one. Yeah. Coach Z. Uh, and yep. he's drawing what looks like, like an eel looking dragon, uh, with a wiggly a, tongue. a tadpole, but yeah. yeah. And he's got a snake belly. And uh, this is this is when Strong Bad gets into his dramatic art teacher mode, where he's like, "Consummate V's." I said, "Consummate V's," and it's just yelling at Coach C about consummate V's, which again we still don't really know the definition for. 
We still don't, but we do know that uh, Coach wouldn't know Majesty if it jumped up and bit him. Yes. Although appara- apparently that happened once. Yeah, that, oh, that happened once. Yeah, and I yeah. don't know what that means. No, I don't know what that means either. So we move on to the next uh, the next student, Strong Mad here, who is the big square boy. Um, mm. And he's carving a, the word Dagron into the table. <laughs> Which which is is funny, and I wouldn't expect Strong Mad to be able to draw, but I'm really just wondering who gave this angry child a knife. Yeah, well, there's a lot of dangerous things in this cartoon that I feel like if this was a cartoon made for television, these characters would not have these things. It's true. <laughs> the first one being the knife, uh, which which he is using. And what kind of knife is it, Paul? Can you see? It's an exacto knife of some kind. Okay, um, so at least he's using a craft knife. Yeah. Okay, well, if you press the R in Dagron, uh, you get a little Homesar uh, Easter egg scene. And I don't know if you watched this on the YouTube or if you watched it uh, uh, in the Flash video. but uh, well, I, I watched it in both, and it's interesting because I didn't catch it in the Flash video, but it's the default uh, yeah, view the default in, the in the YouTube video. The YouTube video, yeah. yeah. And, uh, well, Homesar is, for for those who might have missed it, Homesar is basically a squat version of Homestar, uh, who is about twice as wide as Homestar and about half as tall, uh, so he's sort of like a stretched out version, and he's wearing a tiny little yellow bowler cap, um, and uh, he is sort of the Dada-esque character of, of, the, of the troupe where he does things that don't really make sense and seem rather random. And in this scene, uh, Strong Bad approaches him and says, what are you doing here? Get out of my house. And uh, Humsar just seems to have a loosely sheet of lined paper taped to the table with masking tape and the words mm-hmm. Taster's Choice written on it. Yeah, um, I, w- I was going to ask, is that a reference to something? Is I, it a joke? As far as I remember, it is simply just random. Uh, okay. And the masking tape, the aforementioned masking tape, is still on the table. So it's like, so it's like, you just walked in and taped the the words Taster, "Taster's Choice" to this table. Uh, and uh, Strongbad tells him uh, to leave and says, uh, and then finally Strong uh, Homesar says, "I do what I'm told," uh, and presumably and he does as Strong yeah. as Strongmad moves on to uh, Strong Sad. Strong bad moves on to strong sad. Good lord. Yeah, well, and strong sad is apparently the best artist of the group by far. Yes, he's uh, drawn a proper dragon, and he's using what I assume are legitimate art words here. John, are, is it a real thing? Kiara, Char- Chiaroscuro. Uh, yeah, and uh, yes, it is. Uh, it is a real art term. Uh, it is. It's kind of an obnoxious art term. Uh, so if you're using it in reference to like painters who specifically are using uh chiaroscuro like methods for uh lighting uh it's not that obnoxious but if you are just simply drawing a dragon and using uh shading or or value and lighting to uh model uh form on on Mm -hmm. a dragon then you're kind of using uh words that are unnecessary like chiaroscuro is sort of uh, one of those words that's going to like um confuse younger artists uh in a way that isn't necessary like uh (laughs) using an old italian word to describe something that you can use uh you know the elements and uh you know elements of art to describe 
basically just using value and uh, you know lighting in order to describe the form of something uh, is a lot easier to understand than just pulling out the word chiaroscuro. <laughs> so that's a real joke for the kids. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a real joke for the kids. It is basically sort of like an obnoxious art term. Like like it, it's not, but but he, it's the way he's using it is that it's one of the four art terms I presume strong sad knows, and he knows that by saying it, uh, it's going to anger strong bad, and it does. Well, <laughs> it does. Yeah, he pulls out a lighter and he burns his drawing. Uh, it's a BMW lighter, which <laughs> I don't know why that is. I love it because it's like it's kind of like an asshole lighter, like. <laughs> yeah i guess like i mean so why would you have a bmw branded zippo lighter i assume it would come with a car but what does it probably doesn't have a car i probably might i i'm not sure it does like i like having a bmw key uh, bmw keys that comes with a car i don't think lighters come with the car i feel like you'd have to go to a place and specifically choose that bmw is enough part of your identity that you're going to buy the BMW branded Zippo lighter. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's them joking, like short for uh, you know a short form for jerkwad or bully. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guess that's fair. I don't know if it's really necessary when you're dealing with strong bad though. That, it's sort that's of already true. But there. I think it's just accentuating how specifically stylized bully uh, <laughs> strong bad is. No, that's fair though. Yeah. But yeah. All right, so then we we jump into the actual clip. Yep. When we see the famous uh, Trogdor animation. Yep. So we 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 learn he might be a man or a dragon man <laughs> yeah. or just a dragon. Yeah. But e- either way, regardless, he's Trogdor. still Trogdor. Yeah. And uh, and so he's burninating the countryside, and we get a nice yep. little like pencil drawing of uh you know the countryside burning. Uh, yeah. And then he's burninating the peasants, and we have one of my favorite illustrations of all time of just like this pencil drawing of this sad, like peasant hooded peasant person with just a single like, you know, drop of flame coming off their head. Oh yeah. And then uh, burninating all the people, and True. in their thatch roof cottages. Uh, and so then we get sort of the same sort of visage of uh, a cottage burning with its with its own plume of, of fire at the top of it. And yeah, uh, never... we do learn that Trogdor does come in the night. So yep. so we've we've learned a lot, John, and I uh, was trying to learn even more about Trogdor. So I tried to come up with a good derivation of the name. OK, so Trog comes from the Greek trogle, meaning whole. Okay. And door, coming from the Old English word door, meaning hole or gate. So I'm pretty sure trogdor means whole, whole. And uh, that's not helpful. No, uh, but it, it does it, it does make no sense. So that's important. Um, <laughs> but I, I do want to go over, like, are you familiar with, like, the sort of, like, pop culture references to trogdor, Paul? You know, I am significantly more familiar with the pop culture side of it than I am with this actual clip. I mean, in fact, I knew about Trogdor and had seen the latter animation outside of the context of Homestar Runner hmm. way before I'd ever seen this. So middle school, I knew Trogdor. We sung Trogdor to each other, sure. But oh, yeah. I didn't know what Homestar Runner was. Oh, that's interesting. Because... Uh... I think I think Trogdor is probably the most uh 
what would what would it be what would what would that be like the most like sort of like pop culture like most out in the pop culture that that the that Homestar Runner probably got like I mean like they teamed up with mm-hmm. uh they might be giants and and you know like other artists and stuff like that and they they did a lot of really amazing stuff but I feel like Trogdor is the most generally referenced uh part I th- of you know I, th- I think that's true there were times when you could get a trogdor t-shirt at hot topic or spencer's gifts i'm pretty sure so it was it was all over the mall huh yeah yeah yeah. exactly apparently taster's choice is a popular coffee from nescafe <laughs> yeah i i knew that but i it didn't seem like enough of a of a reference to have made any more sense than no, it's meaning just, nothing it's it literally just sort of reads more into the this is random like this is just the yeah. words like maybe they even looked around the screen for for a possible for a possible thing anyway mm. i i also believe that there was an episode of uh buffy the vampire slayer that referenced trogdor um really yeah i think that it was uh forget what it was i think it was one of the one of the uh, i think it was xander who referenced it uh i tried looking it up but i couldn't find it in the time that that we had before this um Hmm. but yeah there's definitely i i think that if if ever uh homestar runner the dot com is referenced in popular culture it's usually if not including exclusively trogdor related yeah it's definitely true yeah one of my questions coming out of this clip, John, is I feel like everybody is instantly on Trogdor's side. We all love Trogdor. Oh, yeah. As soon as we see this. But but why? Because he's objectively a bad guy. He's burninating innocent people. He's burninating the whole village, the thatched houses. I mean... He's really a bad guy. Yeah, but he's also like... Uh, he's sort of like the expression of Strong Bad's id. And we love Strong Bad. And I feel like Trogdor is a part of Strong Bad and a part of why we love Strong Bad. In that he can just be a badass without giving a shit about anybody else. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, and Trogdor is sort of the ultimate badass. I mean, like, he's got the muscly arm, uh, he's got the majesty, uh, and he does what he wants and takes no shit. No, it's definitely true. Well, John, my, my last sort of prodding question here is I'm trying to figure out is it canon that Trogdor started as a man and then became a dragon man and then became a dragon? Or is is there not a real narrative arc behind it? I think like all, you know, tales from a primordial man, uh, mm-hmm. it is unclear specifically the origins of Trogdor. Uh, much in the way, okay. you know, Beowulf is, you know, a tale written down by a, a monk, uh, mm-hmm. you know, hundreds of years i think uh after the actual events would have taken would have even remotely have been able to take take place you know despite the fact that you know there is no giant monster named grendel Mm -hmm. you know i i feel like i feel like uh it's much in that same way that we only know trogdor through stories passed down by by people and people are uh you know not able to, to to you know tell complete stories it's like a game of telephone an ancient game of telephone we've all been playing so my takeaway from that is uh beowulf was a dragon man yes John? beowulf was a dragon yeah. man okay Excellent. definitely Great. definitely use that in your sat paper <laughs> <laughs> or your ap lit paper definitely well 
John, what what else is there that we should poke at here? Anything from your side? Um, no, I think I think that's pretty much it from my side. Like, I love Trogdor. I had a Trogdor T-shirt as a kid. Uh, although my favorite Homestar T-shirt was definitely a Homsar T-shirt that just said Homsar spinning his hat. Uh, I don't know why that was my favorite, but it was. Uh, but yeah, like I I just love how um. It, I think I think uh, Trogdor is a good uh, sort of example of how the brothers have this sort of really snappy sense of design uh, that all of these characters sort of fit in, but then they can also go to a completely different, like, weird direction with it and still come up with something really iconic. Like, Trogdor is a, <laughs> for lack of a better term, is good design in that he is simple enough to remember uh, they do literally go through his design step by step and and they sort of talk about like, you know, the different parts. And, and it's weird because like having a muscly arm off the side, he should be rather like it should be poorly executed. Like it should it should look bad, but it's strangely very satisfying to look at from a design perspective and following the directions. You kind of always get something very similar to it. It's interesting. I don't know. From from an art teacher's perspective, I'm interested in how like crummy good Trogdor is john that that begs the question for me have you or will you ever use Trogdor in a lesson or get your students to draw their own Trogdor? and i've literally never even thought of this before i'm not sure (laughs) first off my students were born like at about the time this cartoon came out so i'm not really sure uh you know many of them are going to even get uh the reference but theoretically i could include Trogdor somehow in there uh, or or maybe it could be a fun introductory thing at the beginning of the school year or something. Well, it could be. I mean, my understanding is that being a teacher, John, is a lot like having kids where you tell them to do things and they have to do it. And that's the real benefit of the whole experience. Oh, yeah. No, that's definitely it. Uh, the most rewarding part of a teacher is just uh, being able to tell uh, teenagers what to do and then they do it immediately 100% of the time, all of the time. And they never give you any sass back or anything like that. No guff whatsoever. Well, it's a very rewarding experience. (laughs) All right, John. Well, let's call it there. A big thank you to everyone for joining us for this episode of Plug and Missing. If you liked what you heard, please tell a friend, leave a review on iTunes, all of that stuff. If there's something you'd like us to talk about, either a clip from Homestar Runner or an idea for a future season, please let us know. Uh, Find us on the social media platforms at Plug and Missing or email us at plugandmissing at gmail.com. Uh, if you check out pluginmissing.com, you can also find out more about the podcast, um, our upcoming schedule of clips, that kind of thing. And I would like to say, if you yeah. if you want to see our, our our Instagram feed for Plugin Missing, it is actually Plugin Missing Pod is our Instagram feed. One word, Plugin Missing Pod, no hyphen or anything. Uh, and so that's where our 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 dagrons are. Yeah, it's especially important this week because we have the skills of an artist, and you need to you need to see it. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Well, if you don't want to wait another two weeks to hear from us, you can check out our other podcast, the Minute Podcast, that we release in an alternating week-for-week schedule with this one. As always, this episode was co-hosted by John Ward and Paul Reberg, produced by John Ward, edited by Paul Reberg, with music by Paul Reberg. Thanks, and we'll see you in two weeks when we will ask you, would you like to update Flash? (laughs) Good night. We're glad you could join us for just a little bit discussing Flash animation and what the hell it is until next week. We hope you're well pleased. Give us five stars on iTunes. Hi, I'm John!
And that was unexpected. 